Uh, guys, I actually, um, I'm gonna admit something. I, I learned something recently, and I'm normal. I should be ashamed to tell you, but I'm going to tell you otherwise. So, if you put on your ice skates and you went to a place to skate around, where would you go? Ice rink. Hmm. I thought <laughs> until recently it was oh, an no. ice ring. <laughs> Are you Ted Cruz? <laughs> no, for real. Like, what? Just what shoot do it we to use that basketball <laughs> ring? <laughs> I mean, like, what else do we use the term rink? It is a ring. It's circle, like ice, ice ring. Okay, uh, I'm gonna give you a little bit of credit because I can okay. see if you were a little kid, it would make sense <laughs> because it would be, you know, a ring. But how long did you say it took to learn it wasn't ring? It was when I was reading one of my son's children's Let, books. Yeah, so I think it should, was a curious You're still picking book. up vocabulary from your kids' books. <laughs> That's how he's supposed to learn words. Okay, so in a circus, is it a three-ring circus or a three-ring circus? Ring, uh, ring. I-N-G. Because they're okay, in so, rings. So what's a rink? Is it only in ice skating? Is that the only time we use it? Um, or it could be a rink-a-dink operation. <laughs> That's a different word. Uh, shrink, <laughs> shrinky-dinks. But is rink used for anything else? Um, I don't think so. Is it just no. skating? It never like the word rink didn't exist until we started well, skating. Because a rink is a different shape than a ring. So it's like an oval. No, yeah, well, no, it has a, straight parts. A ring is a circle. A rink, yeah, maybe a rink doesn't have to be arced or curved. <laughs> wow. All right. So I'm I'm gonna give you credit <laughs> that you're right. The the wording is kind of weird, but as Joe said, you just, it took you way longer to learn this than it should have. Especially I just always assumed it was ring. Is this an I am Sam situation and your son <laughs> no. has now surpassed you? <laughs> <laughs> Rob's, Rob became a father just to win an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, let's get started. Oh, All right, let's do some fail I'm gonna, sons. I'm going to get drink from the concession stand quick okay. go ahead run the run the film Shh. welcome listeners to a uh, our first episode really our first season Season one of a free podcast, episode one. I don't have a fancy intro yet, but we're going to talk about Gladiator today. Ah, Gladiator. And I should point out, the reason we're talking about Gladiator, of course, is this is our Fail Sun season. Yeah, and Gladiator, of course, according... It was Joe who jumped on this right away, that Gladiator has the the ultimate Fail Sun example in, in film. Maybe other than... Uh, Fredo and the Godfather, but mm-hmm. I think I think we talked about in the teaser that you know Fredo. It's like talking about the Beatles. Not lo- not a lot left to say. Yeah, and, and and of course with Gladiator, we're not talking about Russell Crowe in this movie. Uh, we're talking about old Joaquin Phoenix as uh, as Commodus. <laughs> Commodus, real a person, name. a real person. Um, the we- son of uh, Marcus. Actually, I want to hear how you pronounce this, Rob. Uh, Son of Marcus. Marcus Aurelius. Okay. Is that pretty good? Yeah, that was it. it. Good job. All right. 
so yeah, I Joe, you nailed this. Uh, Commodus is is a great first fail son for us to talk about to really define it for our listeners. I want to see rich boys cry, <laughs> and he does and it get very excited. Times. I this would be one of like if for some reason this was a play, this would be one of the most fun parts to play. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. How much weight did he gain from the scenery that he chewed during this movie? <laughs> it's it's funny you mention that, Joe, because I have a series of fun facts that uh, I'm going to uh, pepper and salt across this episode as we talk. Uh, seasoned, if you will. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, while after they started filming, decided I should gain some weight and was gaining <laughs> weight during the shooting of it. That... It's that's amazing. I know. <laughs> did anyone notice? Like, I did th- did at one point Ridley Scott just kind of like, "Hey, buddy, uh, <laughs> you know, you look great. First of all, you look great. Nothing you're doing wrong. a great job. You're doing an excellent job. But uh, pant, you know, the, 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 those pants shrink a little in the wash. <laughs> well, you I can see in his chin as as the movie like goes along his. He, his chin changes. He, I, I think subconsciously I was noticing that I'm like he looks a lot rounder faced in this scene. <laughs> rounder faced. If you you know you have more of a round chubby face. Mm-hmm. Or if you like to, like to buy off brand stuff at the grocery store, you could, you have a roundy face. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, so let's barely. I I think that got bought out. So I, you clearly don't do the grocery shopping anymore. No, I don't. Let's let's give our listeners, uh, if they haven't seen Gladiator or it's been a long time, let's kind of step through a little bit, just in broad strokes, why uh, or what Commodus does that makes him a fail son. Obviously, he, you know, as you mentioned, Duff, he is the uh, the son of uh, the Caesar. Yep. And um, you know, Marcus is Marcus Caesar. Marcus is getting a little older, and it's time to kind Caesar of Caesar Marcus. Caesar Marcus. Uh, uh, you're you get that's your warning, and then Duff gets to take over the summary. <laughs> he gets <laughs> Caesar Marcus sounds like a Latin pop star. Like when what one emperor had Caesar go first? Caesar Julius. That would be like if you combined okay. uh, so... if you combined Caesar salad and orange Julius. Duff, take over. Um, so I, while we're at it, I was going to say one thing, and uh, Roman history is not my strong suit. So is Caesar just another name for emperor? Like, if you're emperor, do they call you Caesar? Is... Um, I'm rusty, but it... Because Ju- at Ju- one... It, it, I mean, Julius Caesar, it was his last name, and then he yeah. sort of establishes himself as the emperor, and then so just the... then subsequent, many subsequent emperors just sort of adopted that right you're this you're the caesar or caesar so i, I feel caesar like they're marcus <laughs> so i i feel like they're interchangeable but that did kind of trip me up during the movie at one point i was like wait is he caesar or emperor but I, they say both enough times that yeah, i think for the it's purposes both. of the film it's interchangeable and i okay. think possibly like in history but this isn't a history podcast which people are definitely aware of now yes uh so caesar marcus go listen to dan carlin's 10-hour <laughs> series caesar marcus decides uh oh it's probably not best for his son uh his son commodus to be the uh the next in line 
So uh, he wants the Russell Crowe character of Maximus to be that. And that makes with, Commodus. With the, with the promise of restoring the power of the Senate and sort of ending the, yes. the dictatorship of, of that they've been experiencing for quite a while. So Commodus is just basically the like it's like he his dad owns the corporation or owns the business and he's passed over for someone outside of the family would be a modern equivalent and he's quite upset about it daddy likes someone better (laughs) so i I, i'm gonna ask up until this rob was gonna get to this but up until the defining event that sets off the film do we know why he's so bad that his dad doesn't like him we don't actually at this point that that's something i was going to ask about is we kind of get early on in this movie with commodus i don't hate him i kind of feel bad for him at the beginning because we get some hints both of his sister has an interaction with uh with caesar marcus uh (laughs) (laughs) and and we sort of get like a hint that like he's just like not a good dad because he's like, why don't you pretend you're my loving, like I'm your loving father? And she's like, oh, that's like, you know, I don't know what she says, but something about like. She's like, don't be quite... mean, Commodus, or something like that. No, no, she says that to her dad. He's like, why don't we just not talk about that for now? And oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just your loving father. And she's like, oh, that's quite the fantasy. So I think we sort of established early on that like, you know, we might have a bit of, this is often seen with fail sons, a little bit of bad dad syndrome here. Yeah. So um, and like you, Rob, I'm not totally right off the bat uh, anti Caesar Marcus. No, and, and he sort of. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, or I'm sorry, gonna, C- Caesar Marcus Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Caesar, I really Caesar can't handle it anymore, guys. <laughs> okay. Okay. Can so we just call like Caesar this, Caesar this is CC for short. <sighs> so this CC is CC Sabathia. <laughs> CC Phoenix. Okay, so but yeah, I'm not totally anti Commodus. But it's right a very specific it's a very specific kind of dad of of a fail son. A dad who is important and since mm-hmm. and consumed by work and then comes home occasionally and doesn't understand why his son is a is a completely useless moron. Yeah, and we have this I think uh I'm gonna actually read this quote from the movie because I think it's gonna set up a lot of important things for fail sons uh moving forward, or at least their thoughts on themselves. Uh, he I mentions he too. says, uh you wrote to me once listing the four chief virtues wisdom, justice, fortitude, and temperance. As I read read the list, I knew I had none of them. <laughs> Honest. But I have <laughs> yeah. But I have other virtues, father, ambition. That can be a virtue when it drives us to excel resourcefulness, courage, perhaps not on the battlefield, but mm, there telling. are many forms of courage. <laughs> telling. Hey, Very there, telling. There's liquid courage? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've got some of uh, that. Devotion to my family and to you, but none of my virtues were on your list. Even then, it was as if you didn't want me to be your son. So, like, at this moment, or you didn't want me for your son, this moment, like, I feel really bad for Commodus. I'm Team Commodus for about another minute, maybe yeah. less. <laughs> well, yes, and, and then... And, uh, his father's key quote i don't know if it's in direct response to that i don't think so is your faults as a son is my failure as a father yes yeah is there a more that's a very midwestern passive aggressive insult it's like <laughs> but he doesn't he like is on his knees like oh he's on the oh, verge of tears he's he's he the best it. he can do he sells at 100 percent uh the great richard harris by the way i'd forgotten he was in this movie yeah, yeah. he's really good 
Yeah. Um, it lists, and I think I brought this up before, but I'm pretty sure this is the first time I've watched this since the theater, at least all the way through. I'm sure I've caught bits and pieces on TV, but there's a lot I'd forgotten. There's a lot to forget. It's, very, it's <laughs> yeah. a very long movie. I had also forgotten it was almost three hours. For some reason, yeah. I thought it was around two. Uh, so, yeah, we have this moment. But then, but then, you know, Commodus sort of loses us a little bit when he uh, does a <laughs> cesarean section on his dad and kills him. Wait, what? Is that, <laughs> is that where the term cesarean comes from? Uh, what? I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> uh, his, his, he, he, he kills his father with a, with a fail son hug. That's like <laughs> he a can't even move. hug properly. <laughs> yes. He never, he never knew his dad never hugged him. He didn't know the right way to hug. It's kind so of, uh, death remember, hugged him. remember, think, Brut- okay. That's a good question. First off, remember Brutus the Barber Beefcake and his finishing move was to, like, headlock people to sleep and then cut their hair? It's kind of like that. That's his move. <laughs> Brutus. His dad didn't need a haircut. <laughs> oh, um, so so they he, mur- he murders his father after his father had privately told Maximus that he would be named his successor. And then now uh, Commodus is emperor. And he swiftly, swiftly puts into motion a plan to have Maximus killed when Maximus won't pledge loyalty to him and mm-hmm. murders Maximus's family. Of course, Maximus, the uber alpha male, uh, evades his captors and uh, rushes home to find his wife and child murdered. Aunt Baroon and Uncle Owen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Their bodies look very similar. <laughs> so some stormtroopers had arrived already. And, but they thought it uh, was sand people at first. Yeah. Yep. And but then Maximus lots of random uh, tracks. is <laughs> captured by slavers and uh, begins his, you know, soon begins his career as a gladiator. So Meanwhile, Commodus I'm, just isn't complete and utter uh, spoiled man boy <laughs> prancing around Rome, uh, completely uh, unable to handle the task. Uh, yeah, so we have we have we have the kind of that sets in motion as Joe says our gladiator sequences. Yep. So let's talk about sort of um, the defining personality traits that that because really the fail sun shines when the pressure's on and they can't handle it. Or his most interesting, uh, I think, moments are after after the beginning. He's in Rome. He's in power, and he has everything he could. Well, he you'd think has everything he could want, but is still deeply unhappy. Mm-hmm. So this is sort of like the classic, like kind of fail son on display, fail son with fame. Um, what are you guys seeing here that really defines what a fail son is all about? What are some key moments or some key, key traits on display? I, the one I think of right away is uh, he finally gets this like dream position, right? And, like, right away, it's clear, like, working is just too hard for him. Like, he's just so <laughs> exhausted. He's just, like, I don't know. I just, like, day one, he's just, like, wrecked. He's just let's, un- let's, unable to move. Let's talk about that scene. So he's in the Senate, and they're like, hey, uh, everyone's dying of the plague. Should we help them? And he's like, uh, I don't know. Spin- spinning, his, <laughs> spinning his sword around in a circle. Yes, like a kid. Just... And, you know, I understand that, uh, you know, a lot of 
if you've ever been to like a city council meeting, a lot of it's not very interesting, but uh, the Greek portion of the town dying of the plague <laughs> seems rather important. It seems like a pressing issue to me, but what do I know? This yeah. is before agendas. He, didn't. <laughs> he was There's mad no, because it wasn't on the agenda. And no, Ro- yeah. no, no Robert's rules of order were followed. <laughs> Uh, on the hilt of that sword is written parliamentary procedure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then he gets mad because he doesn't like the Senate in general, but he also doesn't like working. <laughs> no. So he wants to have ultimate supreme power, but also hates having to do the day-to-day, like Joe said. Uh, uh, so what what does he do? <laughs> the cla- those is- are classic fail-son hours. Wanting... Yep. <laughs> all the responsibility but not wanting to do any of the work which is totally unlike anyone in power right now no uh even at one point his sister says to him i think later in the movie but i think it's after one of his fits she's like i think you i think you need to rest (laughs) has that has anyone ever told you that and you not spiral into rage i think maybe you need a little bit of rest excuse me I don't think I've ever heard, I've never had that said to me, because they know they would, regardless of who said it, would probably be on the floor afterward. <laughs> I, think you need a, I think you just need a little nappy. A little nappy will make you feel a little better. Yeah. It's, it's like when... Uh, Do you the, want your binky? It's like it's like when Willie Loman gets fired at death of a salesman. It's like, ah, oh, you just take a good long rest and then come back, and we'll maybe <laughs> find something for you. I did know a couple uh, long ago where one of them actually did the I need to go out and get some air thing which was like and they told I heard the story later on like I thought that only happened in movies where people just step outside like I'm gonna get some air did that happen before or after she threw her water glass on him true story and I'm trying to think if there's any way they would ever listen to this, but I don't think there is because I do not talk to them anymore. <laughs> uh, this couple had a big fight. He said, I'm going to get some air. And then the way that he apologized was he came home with a pug. <laughs> That's a good apology. Come on. I swear he like they had one dog and then they had a fight. He went out to get some air and now they have two. That's like the dad that beats their son. Like, I got you another puppy, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's how you woo me. I'll forgive anyone who brings me a pug. <laughs> okay. Is there any Is there any other attributes? Uh, that yeah, you well, right I got a little checklist here. And we've covered <clears throat> okay. a few. So daddy issues, co- cover that. Yeah, he's got that. Lack of work ethic. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's talk about uh, faux masculinity. Mm. Just, just ridiculous displays of masculinity where nothing genuine is at stake. So you already we, talked about him twirling around the sword in the Senate chamber, right? And we see that earlier. We see that earlier yeah, uh, okay, in the big battle. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Maximus wakes up, and he looks to his left, like up a hill, and <laughs> Commodus is just prancing around shirtless, trying like fake fighting six people at once <laughs> with his sword, which basically looks like more like a choreographed dance to me than a sword fight. It looks like the- rhythm- rhythmic gymnastics. The, the first LARPer. <laughs> so this gets to, like, I mean, we're going to get to modern parallels later, but but he he's the gun guy who never actually served. Yeah. Isn't that most gun guys? A lot of gun yeah, guys. Yeah, well, a lot okay. of gun guys, for sure. But but he he went, went to visit a battlefield in the wake of a, the end of a campaign 
And then he's like, well, first thing in the morning, I think I'm going to route up some soldiers and I'm play around with my sword for a while with them. It's, it's like that guy who did National Guard in the States for like the last two months of Vietnam and then goes to the VFW. <laughs> 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 it's 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 also kind of like uh this is maybe this is too real uh for everyone but like you know when like a lot's going on and because he arrives to the battle after it's over like he shows up and they're like mm, oh it's done we won right it's sort of like uh you know when you're at like a dinner party and then you kind of like <laughs> you kind of wait a little later and you're like oh you guys need any help in the kitchen or like oh we're just finishing <laughs> up like uh, oh shoot uh, hey, are you guys all right in there <laughs> <laughs> That's me for sure. Uh, uh, sure. S- All right. Let me know if I could do anything. Hey, anything <laughs> I could do to help, guys, as they're drying their hands off. Yeah. Uh, you want me to help dry those dishes? Oh, they're uh, drying on their own, huh? Okay. Oh, you got one of those drip racks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got one of those too. That's nice. All right. <laughs> That's well, as they're dessert. But just so everyone knows, I was ready to help if necessary. <laughs> yeah. I just got here too late. So Commodus essentially uh, slaps on a flight suit and stands in front of the Mission Accomplished banner. That's- yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also, uh, I don't know if this is uh, masculinity, but he does have a bit of, uh, my wife notices, my wife, uh, <laughs> when watching it, is that his like emo makeup that they have for him. <laughs> he's got eyeliner, I'm pretty sure. He's, yeah. He's in, he's in his goth phase. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like a... Works way harder than Good Charlotte said it would be. <laughs> good Charlotte. <laughs> I, it's a vaguely on point. It. I thought. Of, I thought. Well, do they sell it at Hot Topic? And yes. So I'll. I'll allow it. I was gonna go with the Cure, but Good Charlotte's okay. Mm-hmm. So he, his. I, I think that's another fail son attribute. Their fashion sense yes, tends definitely. to be expensive, but a little off. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and another very important fail son attribute he has is he wants everyone to like him yep. without really doing anything. Well, his power uh, should be enough, right? His power should be enough. But and people, giving people things. Yes, I was going to say he he immediately almost immediately what's one of the first things he does instead of helping out the lepers is he says we're gonna have a 150 day party (laughs) we are gonna just have gladiator duels and sit around what 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 fail sons do is they try to show their love to others the same way they're like absentee fathers try to show their love to them by giving them and buying them things things like a pug yeah i guess yeah (laughs) But pugs provide love, so that's that's one slight difference. But in, whereas gladiators just provide death, so that's definitely there. So so he wants everyone to like him. Doesn't understand why they don't like him because he's giving them all these things, but they're not things that they actually need. And then the last point I have, they that need, you guys, they, are, they well, need some sanitation, Joe, so yeah, they don't get leprosy. <laughs> sewers. So the other the other thing I had, the last thing I had on my list for this one is also there's going to be some weird sex stuff going on. Let's oh, just yeah. get right into it. Oh. He wants to have sex with his sister. Possibly his sister's kid, too. <laughs> okay. What's, Whoa. I, what, that, that's of the oddest thing. Like, he clearly... I, I, I interpreted that, like, he wants to have a son, but he knows he mm. can't have one. Uh, I'm going to... My wife also th- thinks that that scene was very uh, 
I'm gonna say rapey. <laughs> There's yeah, uh, Commodus would have enjoyed the the tags of 2018 uh, dark internet. <laughs> I feel like he would have been <laughs> very comfortable. Because uh, there's a lot of incestual stuff going on, and there, um, there's also yeah, there's a scene where uh, she she is he like a Roy Moore? Is he like kind of a Roy Moore guy going here? Yeah, <laughs> just went to the mall. <laughs> All right, he go walked, on, so elaborate he, on that. Well, I I thought it was fairly obvious, but well, now no, I'm, I'm not. I, I guess I just never thought of it. I I just thought I there's viewed also that as his son. That son is a symbol that. His sister was yeah. in bed with somebody else so that, that didn't is, love him. That is a fair reading of it. Uh, yeah. But there also isn't there a scene where she says something to the extent of, you know, he she wants to keep him away from her kid uh, very yeah. badly. Well, but, she but, know, he, but she he's a political threat something. to him. Mm. And also it's, it's also like by and she is, too. So him. By him, like he he threatens uh, her through the child during that little story about the busy bees or whatever. So yeah. like he's just keeping keeping his enemies closer, and also so she doesn't do anything because he's kind of threatened that he'd kill her son. So yeah, Lu- Lucilla knows that he's not good with kids. <laughs> <laughs> he's not good at a whole lot. Can can I uh, throw out a name that tested another actor who tested for the role of Commodus? Uh, obviously, they didn't get it, and obviously, I think we all agree that Joaquin Phoenix was great. He was actually nominated for Best Supporting Actor for this. Um, uh, that's the the scene, you know, the busy bee scene alone is fantastic. He should have. Yeah. Who did win Best Supporting Actor that year? It was yeah, Michelle was... Toro in Traffic. Uh, all right. Um. So, do you want to know? Who they also considered an actor I actually like quite a bit, but would not have done that as well with this. But it kind of has a somewhat similar role later in his career. Now that'd be Jude Law. Hmm. Yeah, as I think like he would have been pope, just fine. The Pope, right? I do very easily see Jude Law because he's got a kind of creepy look about him that would work for this. He would very easily slip into that kind of goth emo look that they you have can spend a little bit more time around woody allen to get ready for the role and, uh. then, and then come in uh another production fun fact while we're at it is so this is a dreamworks film uh which is steven spielberg's um production studio i guess uh during the pre-production and when spielberg was told about this project he had allegedly three questions it's a very short production meeting he had three questions are you ready to hear the three questions that steven spielberg had yes number mm-hmm. one is it about ancient roman gladiators and they were like <laughs> yeah yeah it is and he goes does it take place in the ancient coliseum the roman coliseum and they're like yeah it does and then he's like is there fighting with swords and animals to the death and they're like yep and he's like uh, i'm in <laughs> uh, I I am also in. Yeah, I am too on those. <laughs> yeah, I easy pitch for old Ridley. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. it sometimes, was like, a really like short I, meeting, and, and like, you know, yeah. this sounds reductive, but like movies sometimes really are that simple. Yeah, like why? Uh, it, I mean, that's that's what they call a high concept, isn't it? That's pretty easy to explain. Mm-hmm. So, Duff, you mentioned how you want to talk about the fail son in real life and how much of this was real. Yeah, just can you can you just give us a quick rundown of that? I mean, I know like so, 
I, I remember that being a big thing, like when this movie came out. Like, how much? Oh, how close is it? Like every historical epic, it's like how much of this actually happened. I I'll admit, you know, I, I love history, but I don't particularly always really care that much about how much is yeah. real because it's just like, ah, eh, it's a movie, whatever, no. who cares? But I, I would imagine you brought it up because there must be some interesting stuff in it. Yeah, it's there was a real Commodus obviously mm-hmm. and was the son of marcus aurelius but otherwise that's about it i think there's okay. a little more that I, I i've been dying to tell you guys about all right so uh commodus was into gladiators in real life much like uh are you the into pilot. Uh, gladiator yeah. movies <laughs> like the pilot in airplane um he would actually go and fight people in the coliseum but there's okay. a few things you need to know about this one he would often bring uh, cripples and amputees in and club them to death. <laughs> For real. He would... <laughs> Wait, come on. Absolutely. He like would in front of a in. crowd? Yeah, and we'd club him to death. George come Costanza on. move right I'm there. dead serious. The real Commodus might be worse. It probably is worse than the first See, we have I- here. I just knew that he was a gladiator. I know that he shot hundreds of animals with arrows and javelins every morning. Uh-huh. It, every morning? It's it better, guys. And then he fought as a gladiator. But I didn't know that, much like in the movie, he rigged the fights. Oh, it gets better. At one point, uh, he took <laughs> he took a bunch of citizens of Rome that were missing their feet through, like, accident. <laughs> Come on! I'm, through accident or... <laughs> Or illness, and they were taken into the arena, and they were they were tethered together, oh and then God. Commodus clubbed them to death, pretending they were giants. <laughs> what? Wow. What? They just tethered a bunch of amputees together. Like so vertically? Like, well, yeah, like if they're missing legs and stuff, they would just like a right leg like and a left leg Like the old gag person. where two kids put on a <laughs> yes. trench coat and stand on each other's yes. shoulders? Yeah, essentially. But you take a guy missing a left leg and a guy missing a right leg, and you just sort of combine them uh, together. Just smush them together. Yeah, and then like put someone's arms up there. Um, he, it gets even better, guys. He would charge the city of Rome for his appearances. So he would like. <laughs> okay, I love this guy now. That's a that rules. That's a tell me more. Move. That tell uh, me more. Yeah, he would he would he would charge them. Uh, I think at one point he he had Rome renamed after him, for real. Like I think it was like the like whatever of Commodus Caesar Marcus. Uh, yeah, Commodore. Yeah, Caesar Commodore. Um, the other thing, this is just a story because I feel like we could see uh, one of our leaders doing some ex- some version of this. Uh, as Duff mentioned, he would kill exotic animals, lions, elephants, giraffes. Um, I don't know if he killed the gay giraffes that were mentioned earlier in the movie. That was bizarre for, for anyone who's yeah. a gladiator fan. Uh, uh, but he w- also especially bizarre because I think Watto sold him those giraffes. <laughs> yes. uh, he once decapitated a running ostrich with like a dart. <laughs> Come on, with like a dart he had fashioned, and then he carried the sword with the bleeding head of the ostrich to where the senator sat, and motioned. As though they were next. Oh, man. <laughs> At which point they all just laughed because everyone knew he was just a big failure. Rome is uh, wild. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, there's some big-time syphilis brain going on with these Roman leaders. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, uh, the real-life Commodus was out there just beating up disabled people. 
and, and exotic animals. And chopping and the heads off the ostriches. And charging the city for it. <laughs> well, I actually hadn't seen that. That's pretty amazing. It also might explain why he was assassinated. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> In classic Shakespeare style, there was a, a conspiracy to uh, supplant him. And so uh, it wasn't, uh, what's that guy's name in the movie? It was not Gracchus who betrayed no. him, but it was, uh, let's see, there was like, e- oh, Eclet, Gaius? Eclectus, uh, and Pertnax. And they teamed up with, mm, it's spelled like Marcia, I'm guessing it's Marcia, his mistress. So his oh. girlfriend betrayed him, mm. uh, and they they poisoned his food. But <laughs> being the re- as we talked about, being the resourceful lad, he vomited up the poison. <laughs> so the conspirators sent his wrestling partner, Narcissus. <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> come on! It was Rome. <laughs> so uh, his his sparring partner, Narcissus, shows up. Strangles mm-hmm. him in the bathtub. <laughs> Why not just do that first? <laughs> I, that's a good question. That is a good question because apparently everyone was on board with this. Because you had the senators, his mistress, his <laughs> sparring partner. I guess <laughs> sparring partner. What's amazing is is this is a, like a, another proof of like real life is weirder than fiction, right? Because if this was the movie, you'd be like, "What is this? There's no way this guy was doing I, this." Is this what the show Rome is like? Maybe I should watch that. Show. Uh, that show's really good, actually. It is kind of what it's like. Does it have stuff like this? Uh, there's some wild stuff in there, yeah. All right. As I recall. Um, side note, Rob, do you remember when we watched Caligula? <laughs> yes, I do. Guess I tried watching that. I think with Rob, it's not very good. And I get a lot I, of machines. And I'm, you know, like oh, that I'm death machine is offended. awesome. Yeah, yeah. That, I, it was way. I knew it would be messed up, but it was more messed up than I it's, thought it was uh, going to be. It made yeah. me feel uncomfortable. I it, didn't finish it, it. It made us feel icky. I one thing I remember is Malcolm McDowell putting his arm inside another guy right after his wedding. Yeah, as one as does. you do, as you yep. do. So here's a question. At the beginning of the movie, Commodus mentioned the virtues he has. I'm going to list them again, and you let me know if you think he has them, okay? Okay, I got my pen out. I'm ready. Okay. Ambition, which he says can be a virtue when it drives us to excel. Uh, maybe, right? He did He did have ambition enough to fail son death hug his father. I'm going to say no. But, I don't okay. think he's ambitious, because if he was ambitious, he would have gotten a position in the Legion where he didn't actually have to face combat, but he could be a veteran. Like, he would have been one of those guys standing around behind the battle, like, giving orders and stuff. If, Joe, this guy was one of the, the, the greatest gladiators to ever fight in the Coliseum. <laughs> well, when you he, fight cripples. <laughs> what did he actually do? Like, I, I don't I don't see a lot of ambition in him. Really. Also, to but, Rob's to Rob's point about the, the murder... That wasn't like a, you know, wasn't a Rafifi heist situation. He was crying and just <laughs> threw a fit. It was another fit. Yeah. He, need, he needed his rest. Like, if I got drunk and just randomly, like, threw a brick at a window, you wouldn't say it was a big plan I had. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it wasn't like a Macbeth situation where him and his wife were just scheming and got, got all his guards, you know. It, okay, it okay. It was a so crime think- of passion. No ambition. I, I don't buy it, but I could I don't I can see the argument for it. So we'll say that's yeah. kind of the middle. 
Okay. Uh, resourcefulness. No. Well, okay. I mean, he, I, I, think I don't he, give him this one. I think he. I don't think he's he, resourceful, but it's really just common sense. Yeah, I don't think he pulled. I don't think he he had so many levers of power at his disposal to, to handle that situation, and I don't. And all his big plan was like, I'll just have some tigers in the ring that are on chains, and maybe they'll scratch him. Yeah. yeah. Why would you? Why would you put the tigers on chains? Like, <laughs> why well, not just come go? On. There's people there watching. Can't have the tigers jumping into the into the stands. Have a Siegfried and Roy situation. <laughs> oh, no. Can I can I just say how many people in the audience do you think actually could tell what was going on? <laughs> I thought I thought that less about the action, more of when there was like conversation happening. I because there's no microphones, yeah. right? You'd be like, what is he saying? They'll What's whisper. Happening? They'll they'll basically whisper to each other, and every, everyone in the cheap seats is like, oh, what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, next is courage. Hmm. No. I, no. No. No courage. Perhaps not on the battlefield, but there are many forms of courage. I love this. This is one of my favorite things about his his virtues. Of the four, two of them he has to already be like. I mean, not <laughs> like the way you he think. has to qualify yeah. them immediately. Like, no, not that way. But uh, and finally, devotion. He has, he has the courage to lust after his sister. Yeah, he sure does. Uh, devotion to my family and to you. Mm. No. No. Gonna say no. So let's give him a half out of four. <laughs> yeah, he 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 fails all of his own criteria. Yep. Uh, which is which is also maybe a fail son. Uh, Making well, a, totally a totally unrealistic like sense of like self is is yeah. definitely. Yeah. Well, it's essential. Yeah. Otherwise, they'd kill themselves. They knew who they really were. I was gonna point out that I do enjoy not to to give away too much of the ending, but I do enjoy how like a bunch of people just <laughs> turn his their back on him in front of like all of Rome, like just a show of like everyone being like, "Yeah, <laughs> you're terrible." I do enjoy like that come up and said he gets because it's public. It's a in addition to dying, it's a final public humiliation. <laughs> <laughs> it owns. All right, let's just unload the rest of our random thoughts about the movie right here. So, Duff, give us give us like kind of your random thoughts. Well, let's start our random thoughts with kind of our overall evaluation of the film and then kind of a thing that tangent it sent you down or whatever. Or random uh, observation. That's good. That's, I, <laughs> oh, wow, really? Uh, I, I, I have – there are parts of it that are very good. The arena scenes, uh, anything with Joaquin Phoenix, it's too long. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Russell Crowe in this movie. It's kind of oh, oh man. interesting. I disagree okay. with almost everything uh, that you just said. Uh, there are some there are some scenes that are, and this is a thing I have with Ridley Scott in general, where it's just so stylized that it's almost laughable to me. Um, I'm thinking mainly of the slow motion aspects of it. Um, yeah, that's that I don't like. So I, it's something I don't feel super strongly about, but it's pretty good entertaining hmm. i don't think it's long enough wow I, th- I think it's too short and let me explain why because I, I think i do have a really reasonable argument for that it it it, it wants to do what spartacus does right would yeah. you say that's like the closest model for like kind of what this film wants to be is something like spartacus pretty similar yeah. right yeah also uh ben hur as well ben yeah Hur's yeah all those great old epics yeah. which are which are yeah quite a bit longer than this right this is about this is like two and a half hours 
Yeah, it's, which, it's, which by think, by which weirdly because movies have gotten so much longer by 2018 standards, it's it's that's not that long. That's that's pretty standard for like a a big budget film of this scale. Yeah. yeah. So here's here's why I don't think it's long enough. I, I don't find Maximus's sort of like downfall and, and then resurrection believable because it moves too quickly. He loses. He he's the greatest warrior in Rome, the greatest general. Uh, he loses his family. He's sold into slavery, and in the span of like when he starts training to be a gladiator, it feels like it's only like twenty minutes, and all of a sudden he's got tons of fans and is like a big deal already. I just don't feel like enough time is given to both for him to do his side of sort of regaining his influence and his scheming and stuff, and on the other hand. I don't think enough time is given to to Commodus's character to be exploring these mechanisms of power and manipulating them. Like like this film should be a political film of these two using their t- very different kinds of influence to pull and sway th- the Roman public. And I think it's fair for me to say that because that's what the film focuses on so much. You win the crowd is something that's repeated over and over again by so many characters in the film about winning over popular appeal. But so little of the film spends time actually meaningfully exploring that. And I and I, I know what you guys are saying. Like, well, it's already really long. And if, and if it was the same thing but longer, it would definitely no, be boring. I, and I agree with you, it would be. That's why, A, you should have a different director doing it, and B, it should be longer. So, like, because this should be a drama. But this is really what it is, is an action movie that has to have dramatic scenes interspersed with it, which is why Ridley Scott mostly is not a good director. I I know what you're talking about with that. It should be longer because sometimes you even with a, you know, a long movie, you'll see it and you'll say there's so many bits and pieces. And sometimes that could be pieced together theoretically into a better story and then it could be split up into two halves. So I do get it. Um. Yeah, I I do think it makes sense. Um, I actually have that with uh, the Dark Knight Rises, which I think is really good. But I actually think that that movie would be made into either a four-hour movie or two separate movies. I'm gonna disagree with you, Joe. I think this movie. I think this movie's best is just a straight vengeance film. And to go back to your high concept idea, or you know, we talked about like this is best as like gladiators' families killed by this like junkie Caesar <laughs> he comes back and kills Caesar like I, I I think like that works way better I, the political stuff to me is is very boring in this movie because and t- to your point maybe it's because not enough is put on it but I'm just like let's go back I want Joaquin I want Commodus being fail sunny or I want Maximus fighting people and I don't want anything else in between in this movie I agree. It's trying to take a middle ground, and it either yeah. needs to be what you want it to be, or it needs to be what I want it to be. But it it tries yeah. to be in the middle, and that's why it doesn't. I still like it. I think it's a good yeah. movie, and I really enjoy watching it. And I think it's kind of like it won Best Picture, and every the worst thing to happen for a film's reputation is to win Best Picture. And if it hadn't yeah. won, I think it would just be like kind of like, oh yeah, that movie's pretty fun and cool, and and barely and there was that brief moment where Ridley Scott was doing all these like you know Kingdom sandals epics and stuff, and stuff. yeah Ugh. and um i want movies like that i think they're cool 
Yeah. I just think they're rarely well made in this century. You know, I'm thinking of Kingdom of Heaven. I supposedly the director's cut is good, but my life it's is too short not, for me to figure that it's out. It's not. I watched it. It's not and much better. Like, and then you have Oliver Stone with like that Alexander movie. <laughs> and I've, I've seen the last like 30, 40 minutes of that on cable, and that looks wild. And I kind of want to see the rest. Yeah, <laughs> that that might be that 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 might be a good one for us to explore someday. Uh, you talked asked about like what a tangent went by. It is wild how like Ridley Scott's career is so much based off of like two of his first like stuff he did before any of us were born (laughs) yeah like it's alien and blade runner and then i would argue since then so blade runner is 82 i would argue since then i i think thelma and louise gladiator and the martian are like the only three movies since then that i would watch again well and for any other director if they did those movies you'd think yeah that's pretty good but ridley scott is a fanboy favorite and i've yeah he is i've never understood why really it's because of Blade Runner and Alien, like Rob said. It's because of stuff he did 35-ish years ago, maybe more, um, close to 40 with Alien. And yeah, I mean, all those movies like Thelma and Louise, it's like, yeah, that's pretty good. Gladiator, yeah, that's good. Um, I think a lot of people like The The Martian more than I did, but that's kind of the reputation it has. Yeah. And and this is a good launching point. What what, what do you want to kind of bring to the table here for... uh... For your random thought and what'd you think of the movie i mean i think i think like so my random thought was about uh was about ridley scott well, i think the movie is you know is we i think we sort of discussed it but like i i like certain aspects of this movie i think own and i really like i actually i will also disagree with both of you on the slow motion shots uh i actually mm. i i find them i watch this movie uh, fun fact, I think it's true, but I, I don't really know a way to look it up. I believe I went and saw this on Senior Skip Day when I was in high school. Oh, my <laughs> God. I went and saw Gladiator. And, um, and or maybe my – I don't know. There was, I just remember I, I didn't go to school one day, and I went and saw Gladiator, <laughs> which is super In weird. one of your many truancies, <laughs> yeah, you went to uh, the movies. And I, like – you know, obviously, there's some of the gladiator stuff I remember, but I do really remember, and partly because they showed a dozen times in the movie, but like him walking in the field with his hand out, like is like ingrained in my mind, huh? That's kind of a pun. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like that, that stuff of him going to the door, like it's like very impressionable to me. And 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 if this movie is more of, I don't want to say grindhouse, but just a straight vengeance film, that stuff works really well in that. Where it doesn't work well is that it's trying to do more. Yeah, that's what I have for just my like general thoughts on, on the movie. I still like it. Like I enjoyed rewatching it quite a bit. No, uh, I enjoyed it. Have you guys read about the sequel? Uh, yeah, uh, the, yeah, I have. I have read I, about this. <laughs> I don't remember. I believe I might have known about this, but I don't know off so the My random my thought is about the unmade... Uh, screenplay of the sequel that mm-hmm. Russell Crowe talked Nick Cave into writing. Yep, with his red right hand. <laughs> so you guys both know about this. For the for the listeners, this doesn't seem like a movie where you could uh, make a sequel. Guys, you want to chime in on why? Mm. Everyone dies it's, in the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was it a story about uh, Commodus' sister? <laughs> nope. Uh, so Nick Cave um Russell Crowe asks Nick Cave to write a screenplay for a sequel. And Nick Cave responded, didn't you die in Gladiator 1? <laughs> and Crowe replied, uh, yeah, you sort that out. 
<laughs> and this is from an article um, in, in from the BBC. Actually, from this year. Actually, from uh, August 10th of 2018. So it was very recently written. So I'm very happy that it came in. Uh, so what he did is um, Nick Cave, which I, I actually think this is kind of brilliant. He there because there's a lot of stress in the film about Maximus meeting his family in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. It's probably mentioned at least four or five times. So he has that happen. Maximus wakes up in the afterlife, and it's it's actually kind of a dark, rainy place, and the Roman gods meet him, and eventually uh, Jupiter offers him a deal. If he kills Hephaestus, or is it Hephaestus or Hephaestus? Who cares? You're asking the wrong person here. Uh, email Rob if it's wrong, and <laughs> he can delete it. Uh, it, which was actually turns out to be a Greek god, but whatever, who cares? If he kills him, then Jupiter will reunite him with his wife and son in Elysium. So that's a, so we get uh, kind of a. I, I think that's a good structure for a story. And it kind of rules type stuff. Yeah. Or, so you know. so Maximus like kind of tracks him down, but then he's zapped back to Rome, as he as soon as he's about to kill him and he finds that for some reason his son is alive okay whatever <laughs> and now who's in charge of rome commodus's nephew oh okay. lucius oh. is now in charge and he is yeah. just as evil as his uncle is and so there are all kinds of uh so the the politically how it sets up is maximus kind of aligns with uh, the christian resistance army and they've been training them to fight against Lucius's Roman enforcers, and it features a, gladi- a gladiator scene in the Colosseum. And this actually, I want this movie to get made because this sounds awesome. Uh, the col in the Colosseum, they fill it with water and they stock it with a hundred alligators to do a mock <laughs> naval battle. What? I'm in. Are you guys? I'm 110 percent in. So I'm willing to put in a hundred dollars to the Kickstarter to get this movie made. Are you guys willing to match? Yes, I will empty Get my, my name's in the account. credits. <laughs> it's okay. As yeah. long as Rob's name is in the credits, there's $300 for uh, it. All those yep. people trying to remake The Last Jedi, this is what you should be focusing your time on. Raise money yep. for this. So everything, uh, at the, here's how the movie ends. The Roman enforcers and the Christian <laughs> resistance army that have been training, they kind of meet into battle, and then the movie just kind of clips, and then... Maximus starts striding into battle throughout the centuries, the Crusades, the World Wars, Vietnam, <laughs> and then he's walking like through Highlander. the Pentagon. Well, it's it's exactly like kind of the opening montage of X-Men Origins Wolverine, which I may have been the only one of us to have seen, mm-hmm. but that one opens with Wolverine and his brother uh, fighting Wolverine. in a bunch of different words. Uh, wor- <laughs> words. <laughs> wars over the, cent- uh, over the centuries. And then uh, Cave sent that to Crow, and here was his reaction. Don't like it, mate. <laughs> and that was that. So Nick Cave, we know Nick Cave a little bit. He knew it would never get made, and he's like, well, I'll just write the best story I can, and who cares? So he just wrote the crazy this crazy script. And he's gone on. Uh, at that time, he'd only had one screenplay made into a film, but he's had several since then. So the screenplay, is the screenplay online? Can we read it? I hope so. I didn't. Fi- I didn't think to look, but um, if 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 it is, we'll find it and we'll post it on our feed so that you guys can read it. It would be uh, th- that would actually be a really cool animated film. 
Well, we, well. we know DreamWorks likes animated movies. That's true. And we know it'll be easy to pitch to Spielberg. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they have to answer three questions. And all technically, right. they'll all be true. Well, I'll yeah. see if I can get a hold of him. All right. Here's, here's what I wanted to do next. Let's go into the time machine. Commodus is transported to 2018. Let's give a rundown of what this guy's up to, the 2018 version of Commodus. Um, I, I, I've got a few okay. things to start, and then I'd like you guys to kind of build off of that. Okay. We already said this. He's a gun guy, right? Yeah. So yeah. He's, he's got he's got a lot of guns, uh, and he's a big social media guy too, right? Oh, Every fail son sure. in 2018. Yeah. So yeah, his huge. Instagram is loaded Commodus, with pictures of him at the gun range, right? Commodus would be an influencer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's a gun guy. Uh, I'm going to say he has a military branded golf bag for sure, <laughs> but I'm not sure which branch of the military it would be. Can you guys weigh in on that? His, he's, he golfs. What, what military branded golf bag does he have? And luggage uh, probably too. Uh, I think it's straight camouflage because he actually never served. He just got yeah, a straight but, camouflaged one. But he wants to honor the troops. Uh, well, Army. I would say that it's Air Force. Because oh. all the guys I know in the army always make fun of the air force, and they always say that it's like the easiest of the armed forces, and that no one really respects. I'm not saying this. Please don't at me, veterans. This is just <laughs> no. I please add him, please. <laughs> um, but the t- like two of my friends who I knew who were, they said they always called it chair force because all you do is sit around. <laughs> okay. So I'm going, Air Force. So I'm going with Air Force. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say he never served, but he posts online about the troops even more than Jake Tapper does. <laughs> would, um, would he have stolen Valor? Uh, he doesn't steal Valor directly, but he just has a lot of camouflage stuff, like his golf bags. But okay. He, um, he has a different type of courage. <laughs> He's... I'm gonna. I, I really waffled. Is he divorce guy or is he never married guy? I think. I, I think he's divorce guy. Probably. But I think he's divorce guy. I think he's divorce guy. And after his divorce, uh, he became friends with Dana White uh, from <laughs> UFC. <laughs> yes. Yes. He and listens to Joe Rogan all the time. All the time. He's on Joe Rogan's show all the time. And <laughs> <laughs> he convinced. Uh, Dana White to put him in some UFC fights where he just fights disabled people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good, excellent. He's uh, he's a big time gym selfie guy too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I was also gonna go. I was gonna say that he would for sure be very homophobic because he is desperately hiding his. Uh, his in wrestling his, partner, in his view, his effeminate views, uh, for and lusting for other men. So he is just over the top homophobic. I'm gonna say his gym selfies are like 20 percent of the comments on Instagram are people to talking about how he's deadlifting wrong, <laughs> or about how he's skipping leg day. It's yeah. yeah it's I, like and how, and uh, if anyone's really paying attention day. to her, I'm clearly describing a specific person from 2018 here, but but we'll wait till we're done describing it. <laughs> or maybe it'll be like uh, Sean Hannity and his jujitsu or whatever, and everyone just owns him for oh. how badly he does it. Uh, yeah, I do a mix of the martial arts. It's these yeah. six different styles blended together. Now, actually, this is a good question. I- I'm starting to question my own thing here. Is he a gym guy or is he a music guy? Because you brought up Hannity and made me think of, uh, what's that other uh, dildo's name from MSNBC? 
uh, oh, oh morning, morning Joe. Joe, Joe Scarborough, Joe yeah. Scarborough. Is he a Joe Scarborough like uh, music guy? Like I'm in a band, or is he uh, a gym guy like Hannity? So my first thought was because of how kind of emo goth he is. My first thought is that daddy bought him a record contract and he's trying to be a pop star. <laughs> Uh, but I think he's too old for that, so I do kind of see him in that, like, you know, Bruce Willis dad bar band thing. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, when, like, Joe Scarborough and his awful dad rock thing he has going on. Uh, yeah, Rob, so what do you think? I think I'm going with mus- musician. I-, I think I think he's he's, like I said, this is a guy, Commodus is a guy who loved gladiators, loved fighting, loved putting on a show. He is affliction UFC all the way. <laughs> and he's a, he's a hunter guy too, right? Uh, I, I don't think he actually hunts. No, so but, he, which is he, perfect. He would. It's like how yeah. uh, Don Trump Jr. has all those photos of him in like brand new hunting gear that looks like it just came out of the box and he's just sitting awkwardly on a rock. Well, that's yeah, he where I'm going here. He's... It, it, can no, we agree? there's another photo of him though. There's the. No, safari. I know. I'm just saying that this that that uh, Commodus in 2018 is, goes on safaris, but he's not a hunter. You know what I mean? He only hunts. No, he's a hunter, animals. but 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 it's those going to resorts or private land, yeah. or basically they have the animal chained up in front of you, and then you. Shoot <laughs> yeah. It. He does like people tethered together. So that's kind of where I was going with this. Like Commodus is clearly Donald Trump Jr., right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I I think they're identical figures. There's if we were living, if we were living in the same political environment now as ancient Rome, which okay, don't let I'm not going to get on a rant because we kind of are. Anyways, whatever. Donald Trump Jr. would strangle his like fat dad and become president, <laughs> right? Oh, he would turn on his dad in a second because there's articles where he would get super drunk in college and talk about how he hated. Yeah, and he'd like piss his pants and then cry about his dad, and then his dad would show up the next day and like slap him around and take him. I mean, the, 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 it's, it's the same. This yeah. is the same thing. That yeah. owns, by the way. That's the only cool thing Donald Trump Sr.'s ever done. <laughs> slap his worthless kid around. All right, then we've got two running segments left. We're going to return to this every week. Let's start with Tales from the Dark Web. Dark Web. Let's go back. Stuff. Stuff so, go back in the archives. To, I went to the the bowels of the internet to find <laughs> no. some good content. So initially, um, I, I tried to take the same route as uh, Titanic in that I tried to find a, uh, a gladiator movie group. And I, I didn't have much luck. Um, there wasn't any groups unlike, you know, alt.movies.gladiator. So I was surprised by that. So I thought about, uh, where were the internet nerds in 2000? Where do you think they were? <laughs> oh, no. Well, AI, AI Is this cool? Yes. cool news? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yes. So. Woo, woo, woo. You knows it. Yeah. <laughs> So I I started to read for, I started to read Harry Knowles review. And to be honest, it's exactly what you think it is. So there's really no purpose and really going through it. Um, The only poll quote I'll use from that 
is that he says, um, and uh, uh, shocker, he got to see it before it was released uh, to the general public. Mm-hmm. But this uh, February of 2000, and he says, he says, I can't say it's Ridley Scott's best film. I cannot say that. Why? Because nothing against the film. It's just that the characters in Blade Runner are more personal to me, and that is a film which has some very similar themes. What? Uh, what? What? what the- so both films are stories that contain themes about those whose purpose is to entertain and die doing it. Mm. Oh, my God. I wish you would man. Die. He is going to die doing it, like typing on his laptop on the toilet. <laughs> Pretending he still has a website. Um, both contain themes of the prodigal son and the inadequate father. I don't remember that in Blade Father or Blade Father. Blade, Blade Father. Run- <laughs> Blade Father. Blade Runner. <laughs> Blade Father will be the fourth Blade movie. <laughs> um, so he says both films reveal a world completely enthralling in scope and vision. Both films contain my personal favorite performances by many of the actors within. He says he can't give Blade Runner the edge because flying cars rock he said he says he gives blade runner the edge because flying cars rock <laughs> meet so, idiot cool so complete moron so that is vintage harry knowles right there and as i said it, you know there's some jaw-dropping examples like that but beyond that the reviews about what you would expect so where is the other good stuff and that's in the comments yeah baby so i pulled i mean there's a long string of them but i pulled out some favorites so right after this was posted february 25th 2000 we have flube with (laughs) with with the subject russell crowe great like tony the tiger (laughs) oh no flube says i'm glad the casting powers that be had the good foreskin uh foresight to cast a very capable wait is that a quote that's a quote uh, to cast a very capable actor for gladiator instead of attempting to cast the flavor of the month wimp boy who happens to make the fangirls swoon how would ben affleck have handled this i don't even want to pursue that idea then they might have introduced a cameo appearance by gary sinise as lieutenant danicus what who is this madman? Uh, Flube had a comment. Flube. Flube had a comment later that he was responding to someone about uh, there, for the time Gladiator might have been NC seventeen. I think that was abandoned very briefly, but they were mentioning that. And Flube says, as long as it has some occasional displays of female breastuses. Oh my oh, god! Jeez, and a living color Flube. reference. <laughs> Flube. Uh, I'll read another one. This is from Cheshire Cat. Perhaps it's got some higher themes, but the story is a fanboy's revenge fantasy. Read my review elsewhere if it's posted, but if not, know this. Rob Roy kicks this film's ass all over the place. Rob <laughs> <laughs> I've Roy! I've never seen that. I haven't either. I'd kind of forgotten about it. I Most people had. I, um, I'm, willing to, I, I'm willing to concede that there's a probably pretty decent chance that Rob Roy is better but it's a weird thing to compare it to yeah a decent chance yeah I, I've uh, never heard anything bad about that movie I've, I haven't heard anything about that Liam movie. Neeson's in it he's a good actor I just think it's funny that someone brought up the movie Rob Roy which people had even forgotten about by the time Gladiator was in theaters so there's a lot of comments 
about that type of thing. That was stop number one on my trip into the deep dark web. How uh, do you feel? Uh, yeah, this is par for the course. Uh, um, you're you're jaded now. Let's close it out here, and we're gonna do this every episode. Uh, we're 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 fail sons too, because look at what we're doing right now. Just without the rich parents. Name a way you disappointed your father. I'll start. (laughs) 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 I tried to, uh, when we did our our dumb live show thing for our last podcast, uh, someone mentioned it in front of him, and then he asked me to explain what it was. (laughs) And I've never been more ashamed of myself in my entire life explaining what we were doing with our spare time. And because, I mean, it begins with having to explain to an old man what a podcast is. And it ends with him explaining to an old man how explaining a podcast that makes no money and barely anyone listens to (laughs) and is about the dumbest possible topic. Titanic. One minute at a time. So there's there's I have many more. And that's my easiest one to share. (laughs) That was most recent. Yeah, maybe I'll use that order. Uh, who wants to go next? Um, I'll go. I don't know if I have a great one, oddly enough. Uh, I know one time I got my father very upset at me uh, that I think he probably was upset that I failed him. And that and that <laughs> well, was... Okay, you are his son and you failed, so this yep. should be fine. Uh, I, uh, in college, learned about, if uh, any Wisconsin listeners, uh, CCAP, which is the ability to look up uh, someone if they're like been in trouble with the law like you can sort of like look up different cases and stuff and I thought it was just the most amazing thing because in Wisconsin we have public records and open laws and uh, open meeting requests I guess but they have public records so all that stuff is they don't have that in every state they maybe do but I don't know if it's necessarily like a website you can go and just search you know what I mean okay. like I think it might take a little more Um, so I remember looking it up and uh, seeing that my dad had a speeding ticket that had just recently occurred. or like, And I was talking to my mom on the phone. Uh, this is me in college. And I said, oh, well, uh, <laughs> what's with dad's speeding ticket? What's the story oh, there? Oh, dude. <laughs> you narked <laughs> on your dad? <laughs> and all of a sudden I heard uh, my mom go, what? And I was like, oh, it's... Uh, Yes. Yeah, oh, it's this on, is terrible. I, I, it says on this date that uh, that you got that he got a speed ticket, and I just heard her put the phone down, and my no. dad. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I heard her put the phone down because she was like somewhere else in the house, and just goes, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! And and my dad, I get being loud for my dad. I hear my dad go, "What?" And her say. You got a speeding ticket on, like, whatever date it was. And also you could just hear, like, three seconds of silence. <laughs> you, and then and you're, you're so awful. I'm upset. And, I'm and angry. Then, and then you hear, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, another second or two went by and then goes, how'd you know? Oh, no. And God. that is probably when it happened, when my mom goes, Rob just told me. He found it on the internet. Oh, no. And my dad's mind must have been blown. Like, I don't know where I don't understand any of that last half. But I know my secrets aren't safe anymore. <laughs> Did he say uh, anything to you about it? Rob, you snitch. Uh, he was, uh, 
later on, he thought it was a really funny story. Like it was a story <laughs> he would tell people, which I'm sure in the in the town I grew up on really built my don't tell Rob anything. He's a snitch, <laughs> dude. That's how, how many okay. times did you get shanked? <laughs> yeah, so you the- you preface that by saying like, "Well, I don't know if I have any really good stories," and then you just totally just shiv your dad on the side to your mom. Unbelievable. Listen, uh, communication is important, and he should have communicated that information to my mother. That's oh, on him, guys. Come on. Oh, That's on him. Your son is absolutely going to do this to you one day, and I can't wait. Yeah. Well, he should call me on it. He should. <laughs> Speeding ticket. Duff, I'm, I'm certain. I have a lot of confidence that you are not going to disappoint us oh with my how God. you disappointed your father. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, I feel... <laughs> <laughs> you feel? I didn't know that. Uh, I don't see. I don't really have any great stories off the top of my head because you I, put this on the agenda. Because I know. Because I knew. I figured Rob would have great stories, and he did. Uh, <laughs> my father is so emotionally repressed, and uh, <laughs> honest to God, like I'm not even making this up, and that I'm fairly sure he has low grade autism, and probably. <laughs> Low grade. Well, he. I mean, like, is that a milk? Is that a term? That sounds like a milk. Well, I thought that the he's D- only he's only one percent. I thought that the DSM like, not he, skim. He's, okay. he's more severe than skim. All right, he's, but on, he's not whole. He's, he's on pretty far along the spectrum, I guess. So I'll say two percent. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, we're gonna offend some people now. Um, oh, no. But anyway, so. My father would never tell me he was disappointed. But well, fathers he, don't tell you. But, they but, just they let it stew. Um, being the great Midwesterner that he is, he communicated through my mom <laughs> and would have her tell me things. And oh, no, I'm already sad. I'm depressed already. So you found like when your dad was upset with you, you had to find out through your mom. Uh. Kind of, yes. Yeah, I kind of did too, actually. Yeah. Oh God, I it. thought of another story. So <laughs> write it down in, for next week. In in like <laughs> junior high age, we got a new computer. Uh, oh no! And it was you know it was like a tricked out whatever. Like both of your age. all three of our stories involve the internet. Uh, mine is technically not, <laughs> not internet, um, but it does. Oh. It does what involve, else do you use computers it does, for? It does involve a game. Oh, no. Is it Leisure Suit Larry? <laughs> no, it's, it's not Leisure Suit Larry. So me being like a typical, like very game-obsessed, selfish 13-year-old, I want to say, well, maybe even younger, I want to say like 11 or 12, I it was a, a computer for the family, but like I was basically hogging all of the computer time. I was always on it playing like, uh, what's Myth? the se- ski free? Uh, oh, some ski free, but uh, what it was the sequel to Wolfenstein: Spear of Destiny was okay. the big one. Okay, and my father, because he is such a locked up autistic <laughs> Midwesterner, <laughs> he would not like tell me that he was like disappointed that <laughs> his dumb son was monopolizing the computer. 
Um, but like one day this had been going on that like he couldn't use it at all. And one day, I think it was after school, I came home, there was a note on the computer and it just said, you should just take the computer down to your room. And then had my (laughs) mother communicate to me that he was very annoyed at me and upset that he was not letting him use the computer that he bought. What is wrong with your messed up state, dude? (laughs) Where Minnesotans have to like write notes to their family members to tell them things that upset them. So I love how there's two steps. There was the note and then your mom having to translate the note for you. Like, just so you know, this note means that uh, he's upset with you. Yeah, it was some Hannibal Lecter mind games there. Joe, do you have anything else that we should go over on? Uh, on uh, I, think we co- I think we covered it. So let's talk about what we've got coming next week. Yes. Uh, so we return, week, we- don't we? We do. We do. We continue. We continue our fail son follies. Uh, we will have our second episode next week on Batman Returns. Another fail son. Arguably, this is what we'll be arguing about next week. Trying to pull the political levers. A lot of fail sons in this movie. Yeah, multiple yeah. fail sons or not. We're or not just debating that. Yep. And so we urge you it, over the next week, do your best. Try to uh, get your go, hands on Batman Returns. Go dig which, out that Batman Returns VHS you have. See if you can fi- go to your bin where it's labeled <laughs> Tim Burton trying. And there's just about four <laughs> or five DVDs in there that you can grab. If you want to interact with us, uh, you can go to freepodcast.com. You could join our listener society on Facebook called Freeloaders. You can find that at afreepodcast.com slash freeloaders. Let us know what you think of Gladiator and uh, something we may have missed, your thoughts on it, your thoughts on uh, what Commodus would be like now in 2018. And then, of course, we're on Facebook and Twitter at A Free Podcast. And if you'd like to email us, you can at midnightboyspod at gmail.com. So for running with our sort of modern versions, uh, any any photoshops of Commodus in like kind of classic like 2018 Instagram influencer uh, or mm-hmm. hunting photos or anything like that would be very much appreciated. Or Don, Donald Trump Jr. in the Coliseum. <laughs> yes, Beat also. It, beating app. up amputees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I think we're good, right? Yeah, yeah, I think we're. I think we did a great job. And uh, if we didn't, uh, we do not care at all about your feedback. So keep it to yourselves. Uh, but if we thought you thought we did a good job, you should rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, if you didn't, remember how much did this cost? It was free. It's a free podcast. Mm-hmm.